Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on June 14th. This might sound a little different as we're doing something special today. We are currently on the way down to Angel Stadium, part of Tyler's early birthday gift, Angel Dodger game. And now we're with our bud, Miko. So we're going to do a podcast episode inside the car. Uh, Miko, say hi. Audio might not be that good. Uh, We don't really have an outline, so we don't know how much we're going to ramble on. And, you know, we're just here for the ride. And you guys are here with us. We're also sharing mics. We're also, we only have two mics, so we're sharing mics. But, uh, Miko, you want to get into this? Yeah, let's do it. I don't feel so good. Hulk smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Alrighty, Miko, you are officially the third guest on Within the Lines. I know. I started started with Ross Striplin, MLB All-Star. Then we went with uh, a minor league umpire, Nathan Diedrich, also a pool, pool hustler. A hustler might not be a nice word. Miko, what kind of qualifications do you have to be worthy to be on this podcast? Um, Jason, um, probably absolutely none. Absolutely. I mean, you are the Wiffle Ball champion. I am the Wiffle Ball champion. We're, For the did, rest of the podcast, I'd like you to... Call you champ. champ. Uh, did was our last podcast after that tournament, Tyler? I don't know because you bailed on me last week, Jay. 
Yeah, about that. Uh, it wasn't. We didn't uh, have <laughs> an episode. Listener, it was not. We did not have an episode last week because I was in uh, Colorado and I was being a little lazy. I didn't want to record on Wednesday because I had to leave to Vegas the next day. So I hope you enjoyed your week off from us, and I hope we have more listeners now because of it. But we did host a wiffle ball tournament. Had about, what was it, 12 people? 14 people? Had a good amount. I thought it was 16. We had, I don't know how many teams. We had a lot of teams. Miko and Evan Bricker, our friend Evan Bricker, were the champions. Won a hefty, what was it, like 85 bucks? 83. $83. That's right. You paid me some money as a as a little thank you because I spent a lot of money. We made custom-made belts. Miko, how does it feel to be champ? Because I lost right away because Vince sucks. <laughs> it feels pretty good. You're not champ at golf, though. No, I'm not. I lost today, earlier. It's a hard loss. Yeah, how'd you shoot? Shot a 111. That's Jason giving me strokes, though, because I quit playing the last hole. <laughs> yeah. And I shot an 85, uh, personal best at Hesperia. So uh, what should the people know about you, Miko? Uh, I don't know. I can tell you're not a podcaster. You're not good at keeping the conversation going. Not a podcaster. Not at all. I'm looking in the mirror at you, and you just look like a blank stare. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just enjoying the ride. How tall are you, Miko? I am six foot seven. Six foot seven. What's your favorite baseball team? The Philadelphia Phillies. So why are you coming to this freeway series game? Because Jason invited me. That's right. And we also got our friend Connor coming, who's not in the car because we have to pick him up. But uh, Todd, I'm gonna let you hold the mic because I'm driving and I only have one hand on the wheel right now. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. All right. Yeah, Miko wanted to talk about the All Star game. Miko, we're going to Angels Dodgers right now. We had the first round of All-Star voting come out this week. Mike Trout led All-American Leaguers. Uh, uh, Cody Bellinger, All-National Leaguers. Um, yeah, Cody Bellinger came out today, leading. Uh, Tommy Lestella, second baseman for the Angels, leading. Did the Dodgers have any other? Wow. No, no, we didn't. The Phillies have Bryce Harper. Yes. He's not starting. He's not starting, but he's... I think he was the like, ninth. I don't know. I didn't look. Oh, we had some guys. In, JT Real Mutual. We had some guys in like third and fourth and stuff, but I think it was just Bellinger that was first. Yeah, the Angels. Yeah. Pujols was also flirting with it, and Otani was flirting. Pujols. Otani. Yeah, Otani, because he's that good. Wow. No, because he's just too overly popular and overly hyped. Shouldn't have won the American League the year. You know what? We're going to see the game today. We're going to see what the tail of the tape is when Otani just crushes off uh, Maeda. Maeda today. A Japanese Japanese matchup tie. Yeah, did you see what Shohei did in the last Japanese-Japanese matchup against the Mariners? Struck out, didn't he? No, I think he hit a home run. He did, and a double. He couldn't face Ryu, though. He was scared of that Korean. That's fine. Oh. That's fine. We're not oh. going to get into nationalities here, Jay. <laughs> we're, all, we're all the human race, Jay. That's the race we are. <laughs> Anyways, though, we had the All-Star votes come out. Miko, what are you thinking about the All-Star? What was your, what was your hot take My hot on take All-Star voting? My hot take is that the All-Star game should not be a fan vote. It should be... By statistics. Kind of. Kind of. All right. Jason, do you agree with that? Well, that's obviously the essence of all-star voting, but what statistics? Are you just going to go strictly off war? Just whoever has the best war is an all-star? like, who's doing the best on that? Like, how do they determine the player of the month? Okay, well... Okay, so you want a group of journalists to decide it then? Yeah. Because that's how they decide the player of the month. I'd rather see that. I'm a journalist. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Here's my thing. I'm all for it when the game mattered and it decided World Series uh, home team. Which was fucking stupid. That was so stupid. It was. It's never been a thing. <laughs> it was stupid. 
But now all it is is a game for the fans. So why not let the fans vote on who they want to see, who they think, you know, who they're going to enjoy the most as far as who's, you know, they're going to vote for talented people, but who they're going to enjoy the most for a game that's only for the fans now. I mean, I agree with that, but I also see it as some people only watch certain teams. So if you're not going to see everybody say, I'm not going to vote for Bryce Harper because I'm a Phillies fan and he's not doing good. Why would, why would I vote for him if he's not doing good? But say Cody Bellinger's doing 100 times better than him right now. Bryce Harper's not worth $330 million right now, but Cody Bellinger <laughs> right now is. I, like that. I love to hear that. I just love to hear that out of you saying that uh, you're overpaying for Harper. We are. Because right I remember now. there right was now. a... I mean, I could say that now, but like five years down the road when he's... Hopefully, hopefully doing better. He's actually hitting 250 right now. <laughs> I just loved the uh, heated little argument we got in before the uh, year started where you said the Phillies were a contender and now they're hovering around 500, overpaying for a right fielder. They are still in first place in the National they're League. Just, uh, they're just a terrible team in general. They are not a terrible team. And um, We are going to see a terrible team play right now. I know the fucking Dodgers, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just exactly think I, I think the All Star Game it's for the fans, much like the uh, you know the Home Run Derby. It doesn't matter, so just give the give the people what they want, and the people want Tommy Lastella at second base. God damn it! The people want two home run derbies. The people want a pitcher's home run derby with aluminum bats. I would definitely, my idea. I would pay to see that. I should I should be hired by MLB. I'm telling you. I think what we got to do is we need to see Ross Stripling today. Oh, yes. Stick him in the ass with some steroids so he makes the all-star team, and he can just start spewing that idea around because we told him about it already. I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> Might I, risk his I, career. I second Jason. <laughs> that's not a good idea. Look, it's not going to be his fault. He can get a minor suspension. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Everything will work out. But we got to get him in that all-star game. Just just read uh, Real Muto is the top Philly in the, leading in the all-star positions. Or How's he doing this year? Position. I think yeah. I voted for Real Muto. I don't know. We talked about it on the podcast. Wait. For for what position? Catcher. The catcher. Really? I thought Contreras had it. I, I thought it was, I didn't see it. I thought it was Philly. It, oh, Miko, it's incorrect. I guess I'm incorrect. Uh, where's your stat department at? Mm, right here in the fucking passenger seat, and I just proved you wrong. Uh, actually, no. Uh, Brian McCann <laughs> is in second place. Brian McCann? Yeah, the Braves. good? I think you voted for McCann when we did our all-star thing, Jason. No, I voted for James McCann. The Tigers won. Oh, shit. <laughs> insane, but he only had like 60 I just fact-checked myself. Uh, the Real Muto is number three, actually, which is surprisingly that Brian McCann is over him. So do the Phillies have any starters, Miko? <laughs> no. Miko said Gene Segura should be an all-star. I don't know how good he's doing or who's leading at short. Do we know? Uh, or no? Probably Trevor Story. Oh, yeah, Trevor Story. Or Baez. Story's been insane. I so did I. Oh, Addison Russell got hurt or suspended. Yeah, I think Baez has been at short. I don't know. Let's look this up. I could be wrong. It's on your phone, Mika. You're just showing it to me. That was for the Phillies only. But yeah, the problem with All Star voting is, I don't know. In its essence, it should be about stats, but it, like Tyler said, it's about the fans. And if the fans want to see one person, I guess. That's who they want to see. It's just been broken in the past, like after the Royals won the World Series and the Cubs, and every year the team wins the World Series the next year. 
they all vote for them. Like that one year, uh, who was it? Omar Infante was the leading second base one voter <laughs> until like two weeks before the All Star game, and he had like the third or fourth fourth worst WAR out of second baseman. So that's when it becomes an issue. But out of the the results I've seen so far, it didn't seem too much of an issue. Yeah, I think the thing is, generally, they're going to vote for people who are doing good. Um, you know, the starters are going to be people who are all right. And, you know, the fans, you know, that's the fan vote. People who lead in stats are going to make the team regardless afterwards as reserves and going to get in the game. So they're still going to be all-stars, you know. And there's been some snubs, like Justin Turner, when he was the final vote getter or whatever, and he broke the record for votes, and then he only played, like, one inning. I was pissed about that. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. Nico, how about that sweep of the Phillies, my friend? How about that? I mean, that was a little, that was like a week, week and a half ago, but how about that sweep? How'd that make you feel? Uh, come made on, me come, feel kind of come upset. Come on, speak, speak up. Come uh, on. Nah, yeah. next, <laughs> next segment, next segment. Maybe. We had, you know, we had Will Smith, rookie catcher, first career All home I'd run. All I'd like to say is Scotty Kingery just hit a three-run home run against the Diamondbacks. First career home run is a walk-off home run against the Phillies. How else? I feel like we beat you in some good ways, too. We had the walk-off home run, and I think we beat you like 4-0 to the first game. And then the last game, I don't even remember. It must have just been a walk in the park. You guys can't get by us, bro. We we own the NL. Yeah, but catch us in the uh, NL championship game. Bro, if you even get that far. That'll, I would rather see you guys than any other team in the NL. I know we can beat you. Your pitching sucks. Excuse me? It, I, it does. <laughs> you can't. And your, your, your lineup isn't as great as you think it not our lineup is pretty good just a reminder you have zero all-star starters the angels have two as of right now i don't think tommy listell is gonna make it maybe as a reserve but i think he'll cool off a little bit and altuve will take over he's actually been doing better as of here recently his stats have been increasing now they're gonna decrease that's not what the trend shows and also jose altuve has been fucking garbage this year i think i don't play fantasy anymore he was on my fantasy team and i always lose that would have been a wa- another waste of $100. Within the lines of uh, Fantasy League coming next year. Oh. Yeah, right. No one ever wants to play Fantasy with me. We could do, like, one of those fan duel things where we host one with, like, everyone we can get, and the winner takes home, like, 1000 Okay. Okay. Well, I don't <laughs> think we're going to get enough people to take home 1000 If it's, like, a $5 buy-in, we'll maybe have the winner takes home, like, 50 <laughs> Maybe not to start, but we're going to build it. We're building a brand here, Jason. We do need to build a brand. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> um, anything else about the All-Stars? You boys feeling good? I'm you feeling know, good. You're the one that uh, wanted to debate, debate it. Oh, we said that uh, they should do how uh, basketball does it and have a draft. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. I feel like it's already cool to watch, though. I don't know. Just imagine, say, Mike Trout choosing a team or... Who else? You can do it by the coach. I mean, I Let's think that I like the year for the year before I like, the, the coaches and they get to choose their team. I like seeing like LeBron do it for the NBA where he got to choose players. So I wouldn't mind seeing like like this year Trout and Bellinger, the leading vote getters, get to choose the teams. Yeah. Like That'd you vote or you like you sand, vote to get lot. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, sand lot. like you get voted into the All-Star game and then like a week before they sit Trout and, like, Bellinger down and, like, the two top vote-getters, and then they choose their teams out of, say, a pool of so many guys. I like that. I'm thinking – I got something brewing here. What if – 
Because pitchers usually pitch one inning and that's it in the All-Star games, typically. I don't know. Got shit flying out our car. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, what if in between innings they have a fan vote on social media or just players in the like the stadium or something vote which pitcher is coming in to face like the next inning and the fans are in charge of making the changes and everything. That way we can see pitcher versus hitter matchups that the fans want to see. I mean, that'd be cool, but I don't think they would ever do that. It's a lot of technicalities, but that'd be cool. How about what if... Uh... I don't know if you could take All-Stars because they're already so busy that weekend. Jesus, we are slamming on the brakes. Uh, but you pick out a group of like four or five MLB players, just four or five people who want to do it. Make them play the number one rated wiffle ball team in the world in wiffle ball. That would That'd be, be cool. There's an idea. I don't know how they would do it. I don't know who they would decide. But have like the crazy wiffle ball pitchers that throw those insane pitches and have them play against. I don't know if anyone would do it because wiffle ball would mess up your arm. But... That'd be cool. That'd be like the pitcher's home run derby. Yeah. I like to see... Um, the issue is, in the NFL, the Pro Bowl is after the season. So they can kind of mess around and have fun, and they don't have games coming up. Yeah, so I was going to see... It's not in the middle of the season. Yeah, and so guys aren't going to go all out. Because I like to see like a skill challenge thing or something going on. Where they just mess around and play like mini games and stuff. Like I think the so NFL does... grounders at second base to well, like flashy you are. Yeah, but, like, even the NFL, they do, like, dodgeball and shit. Like, they just have the All-Stars messing around playing yeah. stupid shit. Like, that would be so cool to see, but I feel like they can't do it since it takes place Pitchers in the middle of the season. game. Oh. That'll never happen because you got guys like Madison Bumgarner who cry about people hitting home runs off of them, and he'll never have fun. He'd be totally against it. That'd be- Holy, look at Scandia, guys. Wow. Oh, wow. They have it, like, completely demolished. Wow. Last time I drove by, they had everything up still. That sucks. I think they're just going to turn it into a warehouse. Probably. Amazon bought it. Fucking Amazon. Amazon land. Amazon's the ones that bought it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Miko, as a defending within the lines wiffle ball champ, would you be down to play uh, big leaguers in wiffle ball? Uh, yes. You guys don't throw crazy pitches, though. So what? I'd hit him with that Ephus. A team of, like, Ross Stripling and uh, who else? Um, I think I had someone else's phone number. Oh, Will Smith. I... I never had his, my interview, but I set up an interview with him, or I was going to set up an interview but oh, when he was yeah. still a minor leaguer. Ross Stripling and Will Smith versus Miko and Evan Bricker. Who wins? Who do you think wins, Miko? Oh, definitely me and Evan. Oh, probably not. How would you know? I never got to play you. If I would have played you, we would have beat you. Uh, obviously not. I would have shut you out, bro. You couldn't Ob- hit my pitching. Bro, you couldn't hit my pitching. Ask Tyler. Tyler sucks. Tyler was so bad. That day. <laughs> he was so bad. I was off. I played pretty bad. I think what the key thing here, Jason, is Anderson Simmons is hurt right now, and so is Justin Upton. We just need to hope they play Triple A so you can get their numbers as well, and we just get this wolf ball game oh, going, bro. I, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I was about to f- pull my hair out. I feel like every single time we do this podcast, all I hear is this person and this person are out, but when they come back, the Angels are going to be on fire. Every single podcast. That's a so given, funny. bro. It's a fucking given. Our team is insane. <laughs> Anderton Simmons is a beast. He's powering through an ankle injury. He's going to be back. Justin Upton's going to be back in the lineup. We're going to have so he's much depth. Three months now. Because he's had a three-month-long injury, Jason. Oh, I'm pretty sure like two weeks ago you said he was due back in like two weeks. You're not going to be laughing when he wins the World Series. I've said it. Oh, my God. Angels are not even making the playoffs, dude. You're not even making the playoffs. We might sneak in the wild card spot. No Speaking way. of ankle injuries, though. And Achilles injuries. Transition. Yes, transition. Kevin Durant. 
How about him? Oof. Slim calves and all. Oof. Oof is right, Ty. That man is in some pain because that shit looks so brutal in slow motion. Comes back. Did he even play? Was it the first quarter he got hurt? I think second it was quarter. second quarter. I mean, by the time this drops, I think game six might have already happened or is happening or is going to happen uh, that day. I think game six guys. might be Friday. But yeah, Kevin Durant snapped his Achilles game five. Well, maybe snapped. We know for sure it's an Achilles injury. I don't know yet if it's snapped. I'm it sure. like it snapped. I'm sure by the time you listen to this, you know. But uh, brings up the debate whether or not he should have played because he was obviously injured for a month leading up to that. And... He was out, you know, the entire series up until the point where they're facing elimination. Then all of a sudden he plays, gets hurt relatively quick in the game. Like, you know, maybe set his career back a year. You know, Mika, what do you think? Do you think he should have played? I don't know. I feel like if they want, they, I feel like it was hard to keep him out. Because like the, the operations, the president of operations was saying that he's so in love with basketball. Like it would have been hard to keep him out of the game. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. And, like, I know this sounds kind of mean, but I think part of it was KD. Like, obviously KD didn't want to see his team go down 3-1. I think he would much rather them have just swept the Raptors and him not to have to risk his, you know, his career and his legacy. But I'm sure part of him was, like, 3-1, I can be the guy that comes back I can be the and lead him, team. and I can prove I'm the best basketball player on the planet. And I do think he might have got ahead of himself a little bit in that regard. Because that's all KD's ever really talked about is his legacy and wanting to grow his own legacy. Well, and he just how much he loves to play basketball. But, And I think he was presented that opportunity. The doctor said he was questionable. Maybe the doctors, knowing that they were facing elimination, them being team doctors, you know, they didn't say he could play. But they told him, like, hey, if you feel comfortable, you can play. Kind of put it in his hands. And, you know, that's obviously not yeah, something you want to do. man, so he's going he's gonna to be able to make his own choices. Yeah, and I think the reports came out that both the doctors and Kevin Durant didn't think he was ready to come back yet. Like, I think there was a report that came out that said Durant thought he was still injured, but he was going to try and play through it type thing. You can't play through those. You can't play through those, as we just saw. You know what I mean? I mean, as someone who once had a sore calf after a baseball game, I know how brutal these calf injuries can be. (laughs) I'll never forget it, man. I had to Google calf exercises and calf stretches because my calf was on fire. Um, how about the guy who rolled his ankle in your front yard, Jason, and broke his leg? I know something about this, okay? It was just a brutal look. The slow-mo, you can see his whole calf pop, and he's out for quite a while, more than likely. Um, and yeah, the finals could be over by the time we drop this. I don't know. When Thursday. Six. Oh, so game six is Thursday? Yep. Thursday. So, yeah, the finals might be over. But, it, you know, this this injury is more than just the finals. It sets Golden up, State is still the favorite by three. Still the favorite. Well, they're home. That's why. Um, that's just a betting thing. When it's three, it's pretty much even. You just give yeah, the points even. to the home team. But it sets the domino. You know, how is it going to affect free agency? How is it going to affect, you know, because he was the biggest free agent. And now Kawhi's the biggest. And... How does it affect the Knicks, the Nets? You know, I don't think the Lakers were ever really going to get Durant, but it does affect them too. So, I don't know. It sets up a lot of things. Durant has a player option for next year. He's probably just going to accept it now, get paid $32 million to sit out for the whole year and come back for the playoffs and win another ring. Smart. Is, I mean, not what anyone really wants, I don't think. I think everyone was excited for the Warriors dynasty to be over, and the, yeah. if anything, this kind of prolonged it. I mean, it's never good to cheer for injuries, and Raptor fans cheered for his injury. But Warrior, dickhead move. Oh, yeah, real dickhead move. Very un-Canadian move. 
But, you know, if we're being honest, Warrior fans, if the Warriors end up winning this year, they might win the most out of this because they might get a ring this year, might get Katie back for next year, and might get a whole nother ring, <laughs> you know? So, who knows? They might be the biggest winners out of all this, if depending how it plays out. Yeah, and I think it'll really help Katie's legacy if the Warriors lose this year, Tim injured, comes back, shows up for the playoffs, and they win another title. Oh, yeah, that would help them you know, make the case about being the best ever. It just sucks to see him on the Warriors one more year. And maybe his plan all along was to stay with the Warriors. We don't know. You know, it's all, it's been talked about him leaving. Maybe he's wanted to stay this whole time, but the thing that Katie should learn from this is to exercise his legs. Oh yeah. And get them calves bigger. Someone needs to get him a trainer, uh, get them calves worked out. He's got some of the smallest calves I've ever seen. (laughs) Um, but yeah, going into, you know, talking about free agency and stuff. Today, the well, today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday when we're recording this. The GM of Saints Operations uh, signed Cameron Jordan to an extension. It's it's a good segue. Just give me a minute. Signed Cameron Jordan to a three-year extension, uh, fifty-five million dollars. Then got on a plane and flew because he is also the head of basketball operations for the Pelicans and met with Zion Williams. Williamson. No, David Griffin's the head of the president. I think I think he's just like an executive. Because uh, David Griffin's the president of basketball operations. He's something for the Pelicans. You're right. He is part of the Pelicans. I think he's part of the ownership group. But president of basketball operations is uh, David Griffin. Now you're fine. Um, I don't know what his, his official title is in president of basketball operations. It's probably like VP of something. Something. One of those dumb titles where you're a VP of something, but there's no P. <laughs> I'm fact-checking that in the There's car. A fancy position in an organization. Pretty much. So, Miko, you got any other news that we don't care about? <laughs> um, God damn it, I can't find it. Almost positive. Either way, talking to Zion, number one overall pick. Going to the Pelicans more than likely if he's going to meet with him. Or they're talking to Zion to see if he's going to even want to play for the Pelicans, I suppose doesn't matter. Look at if, Anthony Davis. They're still playing on the Pelicans. He doesn't want to. Lakers are in the no, Lakers and Knicks. No, Zion can go back to college. He doesn't have to play on the Pelicans. He can go play another year at Duke. I thought he'd declare it since you're declared to the draft. You have a certain amount of days. He hasn't uh, hired an agent yet. If oh, you hire an smart. agent, you're done, but he hasn't hired an agent. You think he'll go back? No. I don't think he's going to go yeah, back. I'm just saying he could be. if he wanted. But the Pelicans, they could do something nice because the rumors are that the Lakers are like the front runners for um ad now but the the reported package they want is an all-star a young player and two picks lakers don't have an all-star outside of lebron so they're gonna have to do a three-team deal uh the deal i came up with that made the most sense was with the Cavs, and i still don't really love it it was kevin love to the pelican kevin love lonzo to the pelicans and two picks like the lakers fourth and then like a future unprotected whatever and then the Cavs would get Brandon Ingram and then Maritz Wagner, which is like the Lakers' young center, and maybe like a future first from the Lakers or like a second. The Cavs get to free up cap space because they're not going to win anyways. They get a young player in Ingram who's like shown he could be an all-star. Another young promising pick. The you know the Pelicans get their all-star in Kevin Love. They get the young player in Lonzo, and then suddenly the Pelicans would look pretty good. Because they'd have, like, Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Zion, Kevin Love, and then let's say they pick a big man with the with the fourth overall pick. Or they yeah. or they keep Julius Randle. Like, that's a good team. That's not that a title a contending team. team. That's a team that can contend for a title in, like, five years. Yeah. 
I think they should just try and convince AD to stay. If he stays and they have him and Zion, they're going to be dominant anyways. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, he's a free agent after this year. So if he's already set on for sure staying and you can't convince him, you have to trade him. You can't be like, oh, let's let this play out for a year and then see if he wants to stay. Because then all of a sudden, you lost your chance to get something for him. Especially right now, getting a whole season out of him. Because if they wait till the trade deadline, the value is going to be less. So they have to, if he's stuck in his ways of not wanting to be there, you just kind of have to take the medicine and, you know see what you can get because the longer you wait the less you're going to get and the more desperate you're going to seem to trade them yeah that's fair but it's a, it's a tricky situation that's why the nba is so unlike the other leagues it's really driven by the players you know in baseball you can be in the last year of your deal and request a trade i guess but if you're a rookie and you're not happy like look you're locked down for six years man you got oh, yeah. you know and it's it's, it's a lot harder young guys that are all signing those big year contracts now well, yeah, not only that, just look at Keiko. I mean, he held out for money, and he still isn't with the team. Like, no, he signed. He signed. He signed. With the Braves. With the Braves. You didn't so see that? Kimbrel with the Cubs. Oh, I thought Kimbrel signed. I didn't see Keiko signed. Oh, yeah, Keiko yeah. signed for 13 mil with the Braves. I think that was what it is. 13 mil. Like Angels could have had that for 13 mil. 13 mil, Tyler. How's it make you feel? Breaks my heart. No owner <laughs> paying Matt Harvey 11 mil. <laughs> 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 Either way, though, he waited this long into the season. Like, you know, it's very different NBA from MLB. For a guy with that much talent, had to wait this year to sign with the team and get money. As opposed to the NBA, they're basically controlling whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, and I think the tip-top M- MLB athletes get more money. You know, like Trout's getting 400 whatever, 420 But LeBron, you know, he might not get a $420 million deal because they can only sign up to five-year deals. But if he gets five five or not five if he gets three five-year deals and they're all max deals like he's gonna make around the same so i think you know there's i think there's more money in the nba because you can be a role player in nba and make 15 mil or if you're a role player in baseball you're not making 15 mil i think the mountaintop's better for baseball but i think for like your slightly above average guys like basketball is the way to go oh yeah again matt harvey is making 11 million dollars this year (laughs) that's true but it's one year you got guys like you know Lou Aldang signed a four-year, $60 million deal, and I think he's played a total of, like, 30 games for the Lakers. He's not even on the Lakers anymore. So, I don't know. Angels are dumb, though. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. You gotta blame the Angels for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any other sports stuff? No, I saw a new movie in Vegas I wanted to oh, kind of talk about. What movie? Had a discussion point. Uh, Booksmart. Have you seen the previews Booksmart. for that? I've seen that. Oh, you saw it, too? No, I've seen the oh. previews. <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh, two... What do you got to say, Ty? I was just going to say I haven't seen it, but I also saw a movie this week that you reminded me of that we can talk about. All right. Um, I saw a movie too then. Okay, we can talk about movies. Uh, so I saw Booksmart. It's about two teenage girls who were like nerds, and they figure out like the day before graduation that they could have part. They get I don't want to blow up, but they, they pretty much have like one epic last night because they didn't party at all like or whatever. Deck style kind of? Not even like that. Like They're just trying to find this party, and it's not as graphic as Project X, I guess. I mean, I guess it is. It was a good movie. It was funny. Executive produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Did not know that. Oh. Uh, I thought the girls did a great job. They had really good chemistry. It was funny. They had some really, really funny lines. And they had like some really, really good performances. If you look at Rotten Tomatoes, it's really critically acclaimed. For a movie with this kind of humor, it has like a 97%. Blew my mind. Goddamn. And the reason why, and it brought up a discussion with me and Riley, and it was a good discussion. One of the main characters is gay. And she's a lesbian. And, like, one of the reasons she wants to go to the party is because this girl she likes. 
there's also another gay guy in it. And then there's, there's like another thing that's like kind of politically correct, correct. We had an old guy sitting behind us. There was four people in the theater, us two, an old lady by herself in the front, an old guy by himself. The old guy left as soon as he found out the girl was gay. Like you could tell he is not with the times. <laughs> but my, you know, my question being is do things, should things like that make a movie better reviewed? Because it's an interesting line and it's how, how should you review a movie? Yes, it's good that you have, you know, a gay person in this or, you know, anything that helps spread awareness for those people who aren't represented otherwise. And I'm all for that. And but should that determine how you rate the movie? Because the way I look at it, whether or not the character is gay or straight will not make it any funnier for me. They did make a scissoring joke, which is directly related to her being gay. So in that instance, it is. But it's not like. You know, it's not going to affect the humor. And in a comedy movie like this, should you rate it on that scale? Or is it fair to say, yes, this movie was funny, but it's also puts, it's also better than these other crude humor. It's also better than a movie like Blockers because it shows, you know, it's, you know what I mean? It's more PC. What do you think? It brings up a good point. Um, I think that's kind of similar to how Black Panther got so much critical recognition because of the African-American impact it had because yeah. it was politically correct. Um, it brings up a good point. It just, it, I think it's going to be higher, you know, critically acclaimed and better ratings and stuff that way, just because that's the times and how they are. But I don't know if it should, I, I think it should, each movie should be looked at individually where you can have, you know, a great movie with gay people and being politically correct and stuff, just as much as you can have a terrible movie with gay people and being politically correct and stuff, you know? Yeah, and part of me worries that people are scared to root to negatively review a movie, and that's not fair to people. You know, you know, part of people in the LG LB. I'm so sorry. I LGBT. I'm driving right now. I'm driving right now. That's not fair to them because no one, you know, people in that community don't want sympathy. They don't want, you know, they want to be equal. They want to be understood. And they, you know, we're getting better. We still have a long way to go, but we're getting better. But. You know, I don't think they want to feel sympathy. You know, like they don't want to be like, like... People are afraid they're going to take the backlash for yeah, that and, critic that gives them a bad review. And I don't think that's a fair look at the community because you have, you know, like that old man who doesn't, you know, I'm assuming he doesn't like gay people. If he sees all those good reviews, he's going to be like, oh, that's only reviewed good because, you know, those people are going to get upset if you say something mean about them. Yeah. I don't think that's true. And I think, you know, are there critics that might be scared that's the case? There might be, even though it's not the case, you know. I think that's still kind of being unfair to the community to kind of baby them in a sense with you know entertainment things such as this you know yeah i don't know if that's fair i don't want to say anything that's insensitive or rude i'm not trying to be that at all i'm just asking the question how should we review a comedy movie you know should should those things be included or should it be reviewed strictly on comedy it's just you know i guess every every movie movie critic's different reviewed by like their genre but like every every movie should be reviewed the same but like you have to take in consideration that say it's that's a comedy or you're going to review it different than say a action movie yeah like, you know and that's the thing is like it wasn't a bad movie it was hilarious i laughed my butt off but to have like a night had like a 97 percent on rotten tomatoes and only like a 76 percent audience score part of that's probably because of people who are you know still against the times that old man who left. yeah that old man who left is probably one of them he but left, as he was walking out, he was doing his Rotten Tomato score. <laughs> I don't know if it was any funnier than, you know, The Hangover or, you know, it wasn't funnier than Anchorman. It wasn't funnier than those movies, you know. So it's like and, you know, that it'd be a good test. Like if you have Anchorman and let's say I mean, Anchorman kind of was a little PC before PC because it was the whole woman. But 
I don't know, that's a discussion for another day. But, like, take a movie like Blockers with John Cena. Great movie. Hilarious. I think I, that one might still have made me laugh more than this one. Let's say the daughters were trying to have... Well, one of the daughters was lesbian in that. I was going to say, yeah, there is a lesbian yeah. in that movie. I, I, I think my thing with that is I can see it getting higher, um, you know, a better critic score. Just because those are kind of new movies to be brought into the mainstream where the main character is homosexual or gay and part of the LGBTQ community. I think that kind of has something to do with how a movie is viewed, whether they're doing something different or something that's been done before. And I think a lot of that could be going, you know, along with that because there has been movies that, you know, like Love, Simon was kind of like a love comedy kind of story with a gay guy in it. But, you know, if you do a comedy with a lesbian girl and it's a buddy comedy, but two girls as the lead and one of them's gay, that's kind of something that's never really been done before yeah, that fair. I know of. That's fair. That's a fresh That's a fresh spin on the genre. And for that, people might have found it funnier and fresher. And that's fair. You know, if that's the reason why I didn't go in depth and read all the reviews. Riley did read me one where someone said because of the representation it presented, you know, that's fair. That's totally a fair, you know. I'm all for that because it was fresh. It was different. It was the same kind of like, oh, we're trying to party, like kind of how blockers, you know, the girls are trying to party like prom. It was like that. But, it, you know, it was fresh. It was funny. I would go see it if I were you guys on like a discount Tuesday, which is whenever when I always say to go see movies. <laughs> I know Darlene's been wanting to see it. Well, I actually was going to go see that movie this weekend and it wasn't playing in Asperia. So I went and saw the other movie I saw. What'd you see? Dark Phoenix. Oh, I oh. heard that was terrible. I, it has like a 22 percent or something terrible on Rotten Tomatoes. So when I looked it up, it had like a 22 percent, 20. It was in the 20s, I want to say, on Rotten Tomatoes. But then like a 60, almost 70 percent audience score. Uh-huh. I 100 percent relate it to Venom, how Venom was bombed critically. But it was like a decent watch if you go to the theater and watch it or whatever. Like it was a decent movie. It wasn't great. Um, but yeah, we went and saw that this weekend and it was all right it definitely does not deserve 20 percent on rotten tomatoes but i do think it's very much a more small scale movie in terms of how the action takes place and everything and i think avengers fucked it really i think straight up avengers it set the bar too high high. and people are burnt out on these x-men characters i think i think you know this iteration of the x-men franchise with these younger new actors not you know not um can't even think of his name patrick stewart and like those older guys the original i think it's the new ones haven't been doing great i know pop uh, apocalypse bombed critically yeah um this one was all right i liked it more than i liked apocalypse i'm not a huge x-men fan like you know how we are with the mcu and stuff but it was a decent movie it had a decent storyline i think the lead did a really good job gene gray um the same girl who's in game of thrones uh, I thought she did a good job. It just, the acting was eh, and the story was eh, and the action was eh. Yeah. It was, was a very, it predictable or something? It was a very eh movie. I mean, I wouldn't say predictable, but they just didn't explain a lot. Like, there's some shit that was going on. Like, people show up through the movie, and they very quickly are like, oh, this is who we are. Yeah. But it's very much like a, who the fuck are they? Why the fuck is this going on? And you kind of just, if you don't look into it, it's all right. But there's a lot to get confused about. Yeah, I have a quick question about the X-Men. I just want super brief history because we're almost at Conrad's house. We're going to stop the episode. Uh, is Magneto a good guy or a bad guy? What, did he start as like a bad guy or a good guy and now he's a bad guy? I don't know. 
Um, if I'm not mistaken, him and Charles Xavier, Professor X, the leader, you know, the head guy of the X-Men, they grew up, they were best friends, and they tried recruiting mutants. Uh-huh. Eventually, down the road, kind of like Civil War with Tony Stark and Iron Man yeah. and, um, Tony you Stark know, and <laughs> Tony Stark, Captain America, um, they had a difference of, you know, how they should be doing things, so... Professor X is saying, you know, we need to protect humans. They don't like us, but that's because, you know, they don't understand us. We need to show them that we're good and everything. Like educate them. Yeah, very much educate them and be the X-Men, be heroes. I believe Magneto's stance was, well, fuck them. They don't like us. We're stronger than them. We can fucking kill them. And so that's kind of where they split up. And even in this movie, they still play into the fact that they're friends, but they disagree on certain things. So are these movies before they, like, aren't these movies before the original installment of the X-Men? It's like the younger version of them? Yes, I believe. Because I know it takes place, like, the first one takes place in, like, the 60s. And yet, you know, the actors have aged 10 years, and this one took place in the 90s. Oh. So they're like 40 years older or whatever, but they don't look more than 10 years older. Um, and this storyline, the Dark Phoenix storyline, was in X-Men 3, The Last Stand. Yeah, I knew that. That was a Dark Phoenix storyline. So I don't know how they tie together because they redid a storyline. Yeah. So I don't know how it technically works out. I don't know if it's different. Because I believe originally it was like prequels, but this kind of fucks up the timeline. Yeah. Nico, what movie did you see? Uh, I saw a Netflix movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I'll just say it was Always Be My Maybe, and it was actually pretty good. Oh, with Keanu Reeves in it? Yes. I know he's not the main character, but I, yes. I just know there's, he's like, the clip going around. In it. I'd suggest it. Staying in at night. What's it about? Just about these two people were together in high school, and then they had sex, and then they got in a huge fight afterwards in a Burger King and split up, and then they... 20 years down 10 15 i don't know how exactly how long down the road they got back together they like typical they like meet back up and then like start dating and stuff right yeah, and typical like typical rom-com oh she got famous and everything and he didn't i saw a show i would recommend it uh historical roasts on netflix 100 percent. i was watching that at work the other day i watched only the abe lincoln one but it was funny it made me laugh it made me laugh my ass off very much dark humor, but the Anne Frank roast is some of the funniest shit you'll that ever watch on TV. Hilarious. It is so funny. The historical roast, just to like explain what it is, is they get comedians to play historical characters, and then they put on like a Comedy Central type roast. So like, um, you know, just the Anne Frank one that I can think of. They had an actor comedian play Anne Frank. And then they had someone play Hitler, someone play Winston Churchill. Yeah, they had, um, they had, what's his name? The guy from Full House play Abe Lincoln, the main guy. I can't think of his name right now. I, I know his name. And then they had John Stamos play, uh, the guy who killed Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I can't think of his name I right now. Either. But, Tom something? I don't know. I can't think of his name right now and it's oh. bugging me. The dad. <laughs> Everyone knows. All three him. of us are saying, oh. <laughs> I know who it is. Yeah. I think of it. I'm going to think of it when we're done with the podcast and it's just going to come but in. yeah, it was hilarious. Like, they had a... What's her... Harriet Tubman? Harriet Tubman, yeah. Was, like, making a joke because the whole thing is, like, how Harriet Tubman was the true hero and Abe Lincoln didn't do shit. And, like, one of the things she said was, like, if you would have let us soon free her, there might have been some black people in the theater to tell you to watch out or something like that. <laughs> it made me laugh my ass off, dude. 
funny. Very much dark humor, but I was dying of laughter at some of those. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of Netflix either, so that was refreshing. I watched one episode of it. I was like, this is pretty funny. But I need to find, like, some Netflix series or something. I heard, isn't there, like, a new Black Mirror? Black Mirror. I haven't seen any I of those. I started watching that. There is one Black Mirror, the first one. Uh, With Matt Damon. Oh, I didn't see that. The first episode I saw had uh, Anthony Mackie, Falcon, oh, from oh, the yeah. MCU. Yep. Huh. And that one was actually pretty good. I love I loved me some Black Mirror. Yeah, the first one I saw was with Matt Damon, the one where he's like has the video game company and Isn't it kind of like a Oh, that might have been the same one. I didn't watch all of it. Isn't it like kind of like a futury technology kind of like Twilight Zone in a yeah. sense? What yeah. What happens when technology advances or something like that? It's just like hypotheticals of like what could be the future if certain events happen, certain things. Like this one, the one that I saw with Anthony Mackie was there's like a, you know, you put a chip on like your temple, basically, and you go into this virtual world and your characters. Express for the Padres? It's the same one I've seen. In Brea? Okay, Miko. Wow. What the fuck are the Padres doing here? What are they doing Well, this is the Freeway series. Get out of here. <laughs> San Diego people in... She said Fan Express. I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but yeah, love me some Black Mirror. Oh, did you hear that? Someone's jamming out. Oh, look at that guy on the biker. Oh. Look at that. He's got a Wild Hog t-shirt. I love it. Tyler, what's your score predictions for tonight as we wrap this episode up? Um, I'm thinking the Angels are going to walk away with this 8-2. to two. Wow. Um, I think Cody Bellinger will hit a bomb just to make you happy. Uh, Two-run jack. Stripling's not pitching tonight because he pitched yesterday. Really makes me upset. Well, he could pitch. He only, he only threw like 12 pitches, so maybe he will. I'd love to see him pitch. What do you got as a prediction? Our offense has been really cold recently. We only scored three runs against you guys. Did really bad with runners in scoring position. We had three innings yesterday where we had a runner in scoring position, no outs, we didn't score. Yep. It was bullshit. Um, Griffin Canning had some nice stuff too, but I think we should have capitalized on him more. 100%. Our offense has sucked the last like five, six games, and we're due for, we're due for a comeback. You got some, you know, lesser known <laughs> right-hander on the mound. Our left-handers are going to eat him up. Max Muncy's going to hit a home run for Miko because for some reason Miko wants to see Max Muncy hit a home run. Just because he hit a home run off a bum garner and told him to go get it at the ocean. <laughs> Muncy's going to hit a dinger. Bellinger's going to hit a dinger. I want to see a belly bomb too. We're looking at a blowout, ladies and gentlemen. We're looking. I'm, I'm feeling like Maid is going to do like six innings, three runs, and then our bullpen's going to let up like another two runs. It's going to be twelve to five. See, that I, I was going to say something around that lines. But I was saying like seven to eight in extras. Oh, you think we're going to extras tonight, that would Nico? Be sick. What's the rule in extras? How late? How many extra innings do you stay? All of them. It's the freeway series. We're staying the entire goddamn time. It doesn't Jason. matter if it's tomorrow off. I, I do have tomorrow off. It okay, doesn't matter never if you're mind. I'm good. I'm good. It doesn't matter if it's the Dodgers playing the Orioles and they're going into like the twentieth inning. You're still going to be at that. Oh, game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And if Conrad wants to go home early, he, he can, can uh, catch Uber. an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> I have work tomorrow at twelve. All right, Miko. What was your final prediction? Oh, like your actual prediction. Seven to eight in extras. Oh, that's your actual seven to eight. Yeah, who? Whoever gets the most <laughs> runs. Miko doesn't care who wins. He just wants to see a seven to eight ball game. Yeah, I want to like... see high scoring, lots of home runs. I'd like to talk about that, Miko, before we let go. You're a Phillies fan. You're a Chargers fan with me. We're Chargers brothers. Yep. And you have the audacity to show up in an Angel shirt. Yep. God damn right he did. If anything, we should be connected more than you and Ty. Well, well, I didn't want Tyler to be the loner. And I was going to wear my Phillies jersey, but it's brand new. And I kind of want to introduce it at a Phillies game. Oh, is it Harper? Bear? No, it's Nola. Ooh, that's oh, cool. nice. Very yeah. nice. 
because I got a dog named Nola. Well, they've already done their series in LA and they've already done their series in San Diego. When are you going to go see them? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys told me to wear a Chargers jersey and I was going to do that. That would have been great. You would have been the guy I see on TV every single time I watch the game. Like, why the hell is that guy wearing a freaking Maple Leaf shirt? Like, Marlon's mad at it, like a yeah. Braves I was going to wear a Des Bryant jersey. <laughs> a Des Bryant <laughs> <laughs> Or a Tavon Austin on the Rams. I have a Tavon Austin jersey when he was on the Rams. You should have just worn... We should have got you, like, a Ross Stripling shirt. That's, like, the acceptable. I don't think that would have made Tyler mad. I would have 100% been okay with that. I would have wore a Ross Stripling shirt, but I would have covered up the front. Not, like, a Dodgers Ross Stripling shirt. Like, one of those shirts where it's, like, his face or something. Right? We, sh- we should have bought, like, a t-shirt if he sells them for his podcast. He does. He, they sell hats. I don't know if they sell hats, but they or they, they sell shirts, but they sell hats. The Big Swing Podcast, shout out. I don't know if they're listening to this, but they always like our tweets, so... <laughs> Should have done that. It's all right. Angels are going to win tonight. Ross Stripling's taking the day off, so we don't have to worry about that. Hopefully we see him. Our goal is to say hi to him. So I tweeted at him, so he knows we're there. He knows we're there. We're sitting first row by the ball boy. Look for us on TV. DVR the game. And hopefully Ross Stripling, maybe he's playing catch. He sees us. He comes to say hi. This is coming out after the game, so they won't know to DVR it. But it's all right. Go back in time. Uh, we probably will be going live on Twitter on the uh, Twitter page, so go check, uh, take that a look at that. Happened. That yeah, also that happened. happened three days ago. But they can go back and replay it. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, go Twitter at what is it? Within Lines Pod. Within Lines Pod. YouTube. Tyler put up some old podcast episodes on YouTube. We need to start getting that thing going again. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. We put up some of our best of podcasts. I got like our MC ranking, our Avengers thing, and uh, just YouTube versions with our uh, our uh, cover art. But yeah, you guys can find us on YouTube. <clears throat> and we're going to be posting that every week from here on out. So if you guys don't like uh, podcasts and you're just, you're just YouTube kind of people. Tweet at Jason to start streaming. He's got all the stuff. Doesn't do it. That's true. We need to do some more gaming stuff, Jay. You know, I got like two weeks off from the Quakes. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I'm probably going to Postmate a little. Um, I don't know. I got a lot of time. We can actually make some videos. Let's make it happen. We can do some Diamond Dynasty stuff. Um, I'm fine with that too. But uh, Tyler's. We're going to start a GoFundMe for Tyler to buy a PlayStation again. Nico can be part of Within the Lines YouTube on Diamond Dynasty. 100% okay with that. And in honor of that, Miko, why don't you send us off today? And that was Miko. Just, just, <laughs> just say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, Miko. We will see you next week. All right, that was just a, a fake goodbye. We now have Conrad in the car. Conrad's the fourth official guest. Conrad, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Miko. We had Ross Stripling, you know, pro MLB player. We had uh, Nathan Diedrich, minor league umpire, pool extraordinaire. Uh Uh-huh. What makes you qualified to be a guest on Within um, the Lines? We also had Miko Yanez. Me. <laughs> we, <also> had... <laughs> we also had Miko Yanez, Wiffleball champion. What I makes mean... you qualified? I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but I think I got the defensive MVP at the 6v6 Wiffleball game. Oh. Um, can't argue that. He did make some good plays. I'm pretty sure I checked the anonymous votes. Uh, there was one vote for me. Think, oh, okay. Uh, we should have done. We should have had our parents vote the for one like vote, MVP. The one vote was Conrad. <laughs> he voted for himself. He was the only one that knew about the vote. <laughs> yeah. It's like Grand when you get sued, but you don't get told until the last minute, and so you lose a lawsuit. So you guys all lost the competition. <laughs> Or you could just say you're the best uh, Counter-Strike player out of all of us. Uh, not even. I think Jake has me beat on that nowadays. But in the car, yes, I'm the best. Yeah, Jake's not in the car. He ain't been on the podcast. Yeah. So you're alpha now. Uh, yeah, as far as Counter-Strike, maybe, uh, yeah, we got to keep uh, Dan out of the car, too. 
That is true. Oh, I um, love Dan. I would love to have Dan on the podcast, but I think he'd be so dry, it'd be impossible to get a good interview out of him. It might be solid, though. He might be the straight man, like, so funny, like, so serious that it's funny. That's true. Yeah. Miko struggled a little bit at first. I could tell he's never podcasted before. He was just kind of giving me short answers and then being quiet for, like, two seconds. You got to give him something more than that, Miko. I know. I, I was, I've never done this. <laughs> Connor feels like more of a natural. Um, we did also ask Miko his favorite baseball team, and I'm going to ask you, Conrad. I think it's an obvious one, but the Dodgers. And we're going to the freeway series right now. Uh, you missed predictions, but I predicted a. What did I predict? Twelve to three. No, I predicted twelve to five. Us. Said eight to two. Yeah. I predicted I think... an eight to two. Jason said twelve to five. Miko said eight to seven in extra innings. He doesn't care who wins. Wait, Tyler, are you saying eight to two angels or eight to two? Yeah, Dodgers? eight to two angels. What the fuck are you oh, talking about, Dodgers. Conrad? You guys are zero and one against us on the season. Okay, after a game like <laughs> yesterday, you know we're gonna come out. Hot bats. <laughs> gonna. Okay, I'm gonna say Bellinger's gonna hit one out today. I think all all, f- all three of us said that. <laughs> Did you all say that? Yeah. Yes, I said that was gonna be the only runs you guys score. <laughs> today's gonna be the day he comes out of the slump. I guess. It's... I hope so, man. Four home runs makes history. Most <laughs> home runs. Four. It's four. Four. He hits five. five I'll predict imagine. Trout will get on base three times. That's a given. I, that's just night in, night out. Um. Two to three. I don't know what other predictions you want. I feel like we're going to blow you guys out, to be honest. Give me a score. Give me a score. Uh, I'm saying a. We have my eight on the mound today. 8-3. Eight, 8-3. Three. Eight, three. Pretty close to G. Okay. A lot I more conservative than my 12-5 prediction. <laughs> Absolutely. That's all right, though. We got the Battle of the Japanese going on. The Battle of Shohei Kenta. Come on. That is absolutely. Yeah, a proper 12 truck. I've never seen those. That's pretty cool. There's nothing wrong with what I said. He'll retweet us from within the lines. Oh, that's Podcasting and parted in proper 12 drives by. What were you saying, Ty? There's nothing wrong with what I said. They're both Japanese and they're battling it out. Are they both Japanese? I could have sworn. Yeah, my is Japanese. Yeah, at least I know their nationalities, oh, no, Conrad. Like, you're, you're not, he's not Korean or something? Cause, no, who's That's Korean? Ryu. That's Ryu. Ryu's Korean. Korean. Yeah, Ryu. And he fucked us up, so we're not going to talk yes. about that. It's Ryu, but I've never pronounced it correctly. My entire life, I've just said Ryu. Not also, yet. I don't know if we... Your entire, like, four years he's been on the team? Yeah. Right? I don't like your sarcasm, Miko. Like you show up in an angel shirt, and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a Philly shirt, to be honest. I just saw red. I almost wore a Philly jersey. Man, how about them Phillies? They've been getting beat up some games. Oh, yeah, I already gave him crap for the sweep. Yeah. The sweeperoni. He's got nothing to say about it. Just smacking on his gum back there. Carrietto regressing once again. He's pitching tonight. They're winning. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> don't jinx it, Conrad. I didn't jinx anything. You were talking shit. I just said... Hey, I think Jinxon would say they were they're going to do great today. The Phillies are going to win. They are going to win. Thank you. Who are they playing? The Diamondbacks? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, they probably got that in the bag. Diamondbacks are terrible. I the same thing yesterday. Did you guys? Oh yeah, the thirteen home run game. Yeah, they had thirteen home runs yesterday. Combined. That's insane. So Connor, your ex- area of expertise is probably gaming. At least, well, we didn't uh, talk about any gaming today. Yeah. Or I, engineering, I but I don't think anyone wants to yeah, hear about I don't engineering. Think wants to hear about engineering. I you just turn this into a TED Talk. I feel like I can talk about a lot of stuff. So like I can touch base on anything. Except for Avengers. That's actually one thing I cannot talk about. Which is crazy. because I know, because it's so big. What are we doing here? Why are we like a million feet behind the stoplight? The, which way are you taking? I'm just right? taking the 57 because it said that's the quickest. You know you could have got to the 57 in two It said weeks. this way was quicker because there's oh a lot of goodness. traffic. And our fourth guest is a backseat driver. Uh, a backseat <laughs> driver that lives here and knows how... I'm just taking the way my phone said, okay? <laughs> 
Okay, okay. We're at the Casa del Amo condominiums. Dude, they're so, gonna look that up and see where you live now. Oof. I don't live right here. <laughs> you live like this is right away. next to Cal State Fullerton. Anybody that knows me would know I live in the vicinity of here. Oh my God, go! You could have went. Okay, we got. Okay, we got some road rage going on. We got light stuff going on here, Conrad. You are. E three just happened. E three just happened. That's exactly. So you guys, you guys One year, I'm the big gaming guy here. I hardly even watched E3. I don't think I, you're the I big watched, gaming I guy. I because my girlfriend likes it, and I was going to tell her what happened in it. But that was it. What is it for? What system is it for? The Switch. The Switch? Ooh. I don't even own a Switch. I do. That's all right. All three of us can't relate. Yeah. You guys all have Switches? Yeah, we do. Yeah. My I dad YouTube. has a Switch. What do you mean? What? Oh, the proper 12 truck. The proper 12. I'm taking a picture. No, Conor McGregor. I got it. Conor McGregor's going to retweet us. Also, he's been trying to start that Justin Bieber, uh, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise fight. fight. Which I'm all for. a picture of you guys so I could put both pictures and then he could retweet us. It actually didn't feature Conrad in that picture. Oof. It was a quick picture. <laughs> um, ouch. The game I'm most excited for from E3 is the they're remaking SpongeBob Battle of Bikini Bottom. I am so excited for that. You guys have no idea. that game. I played that game so much as a kid. I had like all the Spongebob games, but that one was my favorite, and it was the best one. That's the best one. And I'm going to buy it as soon as it is released. I might pre-order it. Funny story about that. My brother actually played that game a lot, and he was on the last mission, the last very last boss fight, and I deleted the save file. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to go back to an earlier mission that I couldn't do anymore, so I deleted the mission and went to an old one. That's oh, terms for an ass beating. Uh, I don't really remember that. You'd have, I'd have to ask him how he's doing about that, but... Yeah, that's that's the only memory I have of that game is deleting the save file on it. <laughs> I I don't know if I ever beat that game because I feel like for most of my life I played without a memory card, so I'd only beat the first I'd beat like the first three levels and then just redo those over and over again, and that game might fall in that category. Wow. Um, I know the Scooby Doo game that I loved as a kid and never beat definitely fell in that category. I just remember loving that game, and it wasn't just a great SpongeBob game; it was a great game. I looked on IGN, and the original one has like a ninety-seven percent or whatever out of a hundred. Yeah, like. I think I might have had that game. It's where you have to fight, like, the robots. Yeah. Oh, shit, you're right. Thank you, Miko. Yeah, I think I did have that game. Yeah, it was a great game. There was that one, and then there was the one, the lights, camera, or I don't know what it was called, the one that was, like, about the movie. There was another one, too. What about Just Dance? Aren't you a fan of Just Dance? Aren't they coming out with a new one of those? Yeah, Uh, Just Dance 2020. I don't really play that much Just Dance. I play it with Riley when her little brother wants to play it. It's a fun game. I'm good at it. If you watch our videos of me playing Just Dance, I'd look. I look damn good doing it, so I might be a pro at that game. I don't even know. There's a new. Isn't the new Call of Duty supposed to be Modern Warfare again? Yeah, it's I'm called f- Call of Duty no Modern idea. Warfare. Man. Aren't they remastering MW2? They're not gonna get. No, that already happened. Oh, there's uh, a highway patrol. Is it legal to podcast and drive? As long, I mean, I'm not holding anything. I got two hands on the wheel. Not, I'm not ten and two, but I'm like eleven and one. So I'm, I'm breaking any laws. Wouldn't that, be a, that would be interesting if we actually got pulled over on the podcast. Not I'd keep it recording. Yeah, I'd keep Black that, Lives that, Matter. You, you could get famous. I mean, you could get famous off of it. You could. Officer, we are recording a podcast, full disclosure. Did you just say Black Lives Matter, Tyler? <laughs> Tyler is a little darker, so I guess we can say that. I can't say he can't say that. What do you mean you can't say that? It's a great thing to say. It's a- Black Lives Matter. I think he meant it applied to himself, though. Oh. A multicultural... <laughs> Everyone knows this. I'm a beautiful brown baby. I don't know if everybody knows this, Tyler. <laughs> Enough people do. Enough people. <laughs> <laughs> they also had uh, Cyberpunk 2077. They dropped well, a trailer Reeves for that. that Keanu Reeves. That? I didn't even see that. It's like a futuristic GTA is what it looks like, honestly. Yeah, that might be cool. It's really hyped up. I think the hype behind it is really big. Well, they had hype for it last E3 and then fucking... Keep- 
Yeah, Keanu Reeves came out and it kind of blew it up. Yeah, it also confirms the theory that uh, Keanu Reeves is immortal. Because there's like the Renaissance paintings of guys that look like Keanu Reeves. And then oh, he yeah, hasn't aged his entire life. Like there's pictures from 1990 and like 2012 and he looks exactly the same. So 2077 he's... Are you saying he's immortal because it's 2077? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And there's a bunch of pictures going around the internet. That Keanu Reeves conspiracy, it's pretty cool. Like, stay woke. I forgot. It's like King George II or something. I don't know what it is, but... And it looks exactly like him. That's sounds like other pictures throughout history that looks exactly like him. Like, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. There's a couple of them, and now he's fucking playing a character in 2077. He's going to be alive in 2077. That's a given. Is he a vampire? Uh, Is he a vampire, Ty? I mean, he might be. Maybe that's why he's so good at kicking ass. Don't vampires live forever? Is there a bet line on him living until 2077? I'll take, I'll take that bet. Yeah, over under 27, 2076 and a half. <laughs> 2076 and a half. I'll drop a 20 on it. <laughs> I don't even know if we'll be alive when that happens. Our Earth might just freaking decombust and explode. Very and true. Stay Keanu woke. Reeves will be with Elon Musk on Mars. Keanu Reeves, Elon Musk, and Joe Rogan are going to be like the faces of our new <laughs> of our new society. <laughs> well, did you see Robert Downey? They combined are going to repopulate Mars. Yeah, three men. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like Elon Musk could be like. Uh, He's gonna pop out as an alien and just turn into a yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, what, what, what's it called? Like, when you can mate with yourself? What's that like? Oh, asexual. Yeah, like you. No, uh, hermaphrodite. I don't know if that's the term. I was asexual. Going for. Is that's the bi- term? biological term. Yeah, yes. Like you, can, like, you can literally mate with yourself and reproduce yourself. Yeah. Well, you guys already know our theory on Elon Musk. Yeah, I mean, that was a uh, that was a whole episode. <laughs> well, I, I don't even remember the theory. We were high on life. Something to do with Wally from oh, the future. The He's a time Wally. traveler who made, who's helped Pixar make the movies to tell us about our future and what's going to happen. I think that's what it was. I stand by that to this day. Wally's <laughs> a great movie. It had a big impact, so who knows? One hundred percent. He's doing his job. What were you about to say about E three? And then Miko cut in. Do you remember? Oh, I was saying Robert Downey Jr. Also in his uh, post Avengers retirement has now committed. I think like the next decade of his life or whatever to funding like technology and stuff to clean up the environment that's good he's being a tony stark in real life good we need to be more environmentally sensitive i was at a wedding this past weekend and uh there were some older people at the wedding that were talking about how they don't believe global warming oh yeah i hear it all the time and there was this old guy he was like i you know i want global warming it's cold where i live and i was like oh man yeah i had a fuck that guy i was like 110 at my work today oh, i had a i was in sprouts the other day shopping uh, one of the workers for Sprouts was talking to uh, an older gentleman, uh-huh. and they're talking about how global warming is a myth and all that. And <laughs> then the guy went on to re- reference a Seinfeld episode as his <laughs> oh. And Seinfeld, it's just a natural cycle, like they say it is. Why don't people believe him? And that's all I heard, and I was like, okay. But well, before you're here, we were talking on the podcast about how Jason went and saw it was Booksmart, right? Yeah. And oh, there was a there's an older gentleman. No, I've heard it's really good. Yeah, though. There, Jason said there's an older gentleman behind him and uh, one of the main characters is a lesbian in this movie and once the guy found out he left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> left as soon as it was revealed she was really? a lesbian. Yeah. That's sensitive. Yeah. But we had a good discussion about how I don't want to rehash the whole discussion but yeah, no. about how should we look at politically correct things when we're reviewing like comedy movies and these kind of movies. You know what I mean? Because it, it was a great movie. It was hilarious. I don't know if it was a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes hilarious. And that's kind of the question is whether or not that should affect rating, you know, critical oh, ratings. You know what I mean? Like if something is politically correct, 
Fennec should get a higher rating. Yeah, because, you I know. I just thought of this. Well, what about 42, the Jackie Robinson movie? That was so politi- politically incorrect. But but that was different. That was historical. Yeah, it's it's historical. It, it used it as a tool to show how it was, like how okay. crazy it really was. Yeah, and like like I told Tyler and Miko, I don't, the main character being lesbian didn't make it any less or more funny, you know? So, and I think either I would have given it a fresh rating. You know, I just wonder how many critics, you know, take that political correctness into account when they do do the ratings and whether or not, you know. I would hope none do that. I would yeah. No critic is like, oh my gosh, a lesbian? Not fresh. Like... Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a factor at all. It should be, you know what I mean? Either way, positive or negative. That's kind of what we were saying too. So, I saw something at E3. There was like a new, uh, What's that game called where you hack people? Watchdogs? I think there's oh. a new Watchdogs coming out and you're like an old lady or something. I saw some people tweeting about that. That'd be pretty funny. I'd rent it from Redbox if I could just be like an old lady and walk around and punch people. That'd be pretty funny. That was the best part of early GTA before you had a gun and you would just run up the street and punch people in the back of the head. You just Superman punch him in the dome. Uh, I know the other thing at E3, a lot of people were pissed off about the uh, Avengers game from Square Enix. Oh, and, uh, uh, grab the character looks, huh? They yeah, th- they said, you know, it's hey, not... Where should I exit? My phone says Catella. Catella. Okay. I think Catella's the best exit. Personally. Okay. I don't remember which one he is. Yeah, the game isn't coming out till 2020, but everyone's saying the graphics look like they're from 2010, they and do. it's it's designed for the next-gen consoles. So, like, clearly they can do more. Um, the gameplay looked cool. <laughs> The gameplay looks cool, and, like, you can play as the five main, like, uh, Hawkeye. Not Hawkeye, but, like, the other original Avengers are playable. Hey, is that part of the uh, Spider-Man universe thing that you were talking about? They were thinking about doing, like, an MCU of video games, do you know? Is that supposed to exist in, like, the same universe? They didn't confirm it or deny it. Um, I do know that originally it had, a, like, whatever, you know, it was supposed to be the Avengers video game or whatever. And then Spider-Man dropped, and the official name of Spider-Man for PS4 is Marvel's Spider-Man. And they changed this game's name to Marvel's The Avengers. So it makes it seem like it's part of the same universe. And they said they're going to add characters onto the game, and like there's not going to ever be like pay-to-play. You're going to get every update and character for free. Ah, okay. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see how that... I feel like every game developer says that. <laughs> yeah, they said no loot boxes or anything, and, like, they teased. Um, so it was, like, the main five Avengers. And then at the end of it, they're like, oh, a sneak peek or whatever, and they showed, like, a younger Hank Pym as, like, a playable character for Ant-Man instead of uh, Scott. Scott Lang. Scott Lang, yeah. And so they're people are, you know, they think that Spider-Man's going to be connected to it because in the Spider-Man game, he says how the Avengers are out west, and, like, the trailer for this takes place in San, Diego, uh, San Francisco. Oh, so like cool. everything's tied up, but they didn't confirm it or anything. But everyone's just pissed at how the game looks. It looks really bad. Yeah, I didn't see how it looks at all. And it's just like because people thought they were gonna use like the same actor models, like so you're gonna be fighting as Robert Downey Jr. or Scarlett exactly, Johansson, yeah. and then you're just fighting as like these PlayStation Two graphical <laughs> Sims Three characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like that. It's really. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense because it wasn't Tom Holland in the Spider-Man game. I don't know why people assumed that. Like, the guy in the Spider-Man for PS4 looked nothing like Tom Holland or any of the other Spider-Man. It would be cool if they did get someone like, let's say, Robert Downey Jr. since he's done with the MCU to do like the voice and like just animate him. That would yeah. be cool, but I wouldn't expect it. Not even cool. voice-wise, just like have the character in the game look like him. And then why a different voice Disney actor. Make a game studio. They could make so much money off of it. They have before, haven't they? Like, 
dabbled in like the Shrek game and stuff. Like, didn't they? Shrek's not Disney. Isn't Shrek's Kingdom not Hearts oh, Disney? Yeah, holy cow. Kingdom Hearts is a Disney. But I don't think but they don't developed think they it. They just gave their, they, they just, just licensed rights. their stuff to it. I miss the days where every like movie would have a video game and you could go to like GameStop and buy it for like 20 bucks or like Hollywood Video and rent it. <laughs> That's when we had all those absurd games. The King Kong game, the freaking, the, all the SpongeBob games, the you know, games oh, yeah. all those. Like there were so many absurd games that were so fun. And we just don't have that anymore. I don't know what the quality is or whatever, but there's also talks that uh, they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy video game. So maybe that's based on the movie or something. That'd be cool. I mean, I don't know. Those kind of games probably wouldn't hold up in 2019, but I loved them. I sure loved them. And especially, I think it's a lot harder to make a game now with all the advanced technology than it was back then. Like, I don't know. What do you think, Connor? We're so picky because the game has to look good. It's got to look not like even no, not like that. Like there's so much more you have to put into it now to make it like viable on the market that it's not worth uh, it to make all these separate entities. And it's, I mean? it's just hard to make a new game. Like we've played almost everything you could think you want to play. That's what I'm. About it. That's why I'm worried about the next GTA. Exactly. It's because like, it's, I don't know what they're gonna do that's gonna make it different and stand out. Like GTA Five is still a perfect game. You can go hop on GTA Five. Like now, I hardly ever play it. Like you can go now and yeah. still have a full lobby of sixty something people. I think they still bring in more revenue every month than they have when they first started. I think they're still like. Because they're always. Bringing, oh yeah. They're always bringing new stuff in. And that's the thing. They can improve maybe the graphics, make like, it a Rockstar bigger open world, so but. With Red Dead when it first oh, dropped online. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't play I that. Didn't I'm happy I didn't buy that. Yeah. It's, it's getting better. Should I be in the middle lane, Miko? You want to be in the right lane, I'm pretty sure. No, you want to be... Yeah, this one. What, what parking lot okay. are you going to go into? I don't know. I haven't been to Angel Stadium, and I've never drove to Angel Stadium. All right, we're, uh, we're off the freeway. We're now at Angel Stadium, everybody. Check out our Twitter for any no, of the we updates. To, we don't have to say goodbye. Yet. I was going to say goodbye. No, Not yet. Goodbye. Wait till we park. Wait till we park. Okay. We might have the parking attendant say hi. That's no, fine. Wait, because I usually don't park in the actual Angel Stadium. I park in like, you can park the in office. Like, yeah, thing. the events, the offices around it sell event parking. This isn't great radio, but it's all right. See, I'm not used to this. Dodger Stadium's in like the middle of an island. You have to park at the stadium. That's why they charge so damn much. Carlos complained that we had, we don't have good radio. Do it's all right. It's all right. We're just we're just figuring out some uh, parking situation going on here. Podcast with 75 percent of it already complete, so I don't know what you guys talk about. And we, that's why we're just featuring you Dude, in this part. I want to go there. Flight deck. I said that Flight yesterday. Simulation center. That looks badass. I'd probably throw up, but that'd be so fun. <laughs> I said that yesterday. I want to go to that. While I was flying on the plane yesterday, I almost bought a, a flight simulator on my iPhone so I could fly like a plane on the iPhone while I was on the actual plane, but it was $5, so I didn't buy it. That's like some Inception level shit know, there, like dreaming inside a dream. You're like flying inside of a flying. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have done it if there was like a kid next to me and I could have convinced the kid that I was flying the plane from my phone. <laughs> But oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I also had a guy on the plane talk about how the earth's flat. I was oh, I overheard him. Oh boy. Why, wait, he was on a plane? Yeah, and he, and was, he said that? Yeah. Did he have a window seat or no? I don't know. He was behind us and they were just saying like the girl said something about making fun of him about how he thinks the earth is flat. He's like and he said something and then he was like, oh, "Well, I think about it. Why can't you see the curves when we go up on the plane?" And I was oh, just so like, there, oh, gosh. $5 parking." You definitely can see the motherfucking curse. It just curves. says parking five. It doesn't even say five dollars. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> just parking lot five. Give me 50. You know what was a bitch to park at? The Chargers game. Yes. What did Chargers no, the new Chargers. The Chargers is always. I've never. I don't remember. The, the new one. Because it's in. It's on like a campus. Did you know that, Miko? Yeah. The new Chargers game's on a university. Which one? Cal State Dominguez Hills. Really? Yeah. It's like not on it, but it's like literally right next to it. Like not even across the street. Yeah, it's and so the parking is like a mile away on the other side of campus. It's like when you have to park in the AG lots and walk to 
uh, College Park, right, Conrad? Oh, yeah, those are the worst. <laughs> that was hey, a reference only we understand. prices for Cal State Fullerton? No, are they going up even oh, more? Oh, yeah, they're raising them like $60 or something. That fucking Cal State Fullerton, and man. And then we're paying the extra price when we're not going to use it. Event parking, new, uh, $10 over there. That's where I usually park. This is literally where I usually park right here. The, the left office. right there. You don't have to go to this office, but... Mm. Oh, the go. McGriff Insurance Services Yeah, building? you just park out here and you walk... How do you, you get walk, in there? You walk the under side? like the Amtrak station and yeah, stuff. Yeah, how do I get in there? You take you a left turn. here, dude. Oh, yeah. So hey, you... Jeep Cherokee. Shout out to Watch Cherokees. Watch this. Woo! What are you doing? I'm going to make magic happen. I don't trust Parking that. $5 that way. Turns out it's hard to figure out how to park and do a podcast at the same time. I probably should have looked this up beforehand. No one's letting me in. No one is nice in 2019, bro. You know what? It's fine. Jason's getting a little bit of road rage. It's all right, though. I'm not really um, he's just going to be more pissed off when the Angels are winning later. So we just we might as well like, ease him into it now. I'm not going to lose today, man. Just go, to, just go down farther and turn around and come back. Make a U-turn, yeah. Make a U-turn at the next one. Oh, I see now. I see. Ha-ha. Yeah, you see. I can see the stadium from here. I just need to get Jeep there. Jeep Cherokee, can you let thank, thank you, Daddy? Hey, Jeep Cherokee owners know what's up, bro. Thank he got pissed Cherokee. off. He didn't let you in. <laughs> Was he a dick? <laughs> Should I just park at the stadium? It's ten dollars too. I think. I don't care. You can do whatever you want. I, just, I think if you make the left right here, yeah, it takes you to the stadium right parking. When you leave the stadium, it's hard to get out of Angel Stadium compared to that office parking. You know what? Yeah. Yolo. Same. We're here for a good time and a long time. Doubling up. I'm hungry though. I'm gonna have to eat when we get in there. I'm also a little hungry. Um, maybe maybe we do a little ballpark food review. Oh, that'd be cool, a little YouTube video. We need to get this YouTube video popping. Jason, we can literally do it right now. They can be out by the time people are listening to this podcast. Yeah, but it's kind of hard when we only have one editor. Oh, well, fuck you, I've made every fucking... I've been making the YouTube videos, you little bitch. Gotta have one host, motherfucker. Connor, do you want to be a free freelance editor for us? Nah, Unpaid freelance editor? I'll give, uh, I can do Photoshop work. I'll give you full credit. Yeah, oh, you could be, okay. in, our, you could be yeah. in our description. We'll add you to our bio. Do you want to build your resume or not? You want to be our intern? Not as an editor. Miko, you want to be our intern? No. Okay, well, both of you are going to have to apply resumes because it's a really high-demand position. I can, I'm an engineer. I'll build you guys a studio when you guys want an actual studio. Hey, that um, works. My kitchen actually does a pretty good job, but thank you. <laughs> That's why I still do Parker. <laughs> did you see the guy, completely unrelated, the guy who was just like, Leaving rude comments on every Dodger Twitter podcast that wasn't his. <laughs> no, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, I don't know who his name was, like Kevin or something. He was leaving like negative reviews, the same copied and paste review on every Dodgers podcast that wasn't his. Really? Thank like, God we don't brand ourselves as a Dodgers or... fan. I don't know. It was just like all the smaller do- uh, <laughs> podcasts that posted about it. But uh, yeah, and I tried clicking his account to see who he was, and he blocked me. So I was like, all right, I'm going within the lines. Click his account. Blocked within the lines. And Whoa! Then, and then I went to LA Sports Hub. He blocked LA Sports Hub. And so I tweeted them in the conversation there. I was like, who is this guy? I've never seen this guy in my life. And he blocks all three of my accounts. And I guess it's because he went on the pe- the Franks, the Frank, the guy I always Aww. argue with, their podcast. He went on their following list or whatever and blocked every single person because he was like getting in arguments with them. That's hey, bro, we were getting in arguments with them too. What's up? <laughs> I know. We're on your side on this. <laughs> But yeah, so that guy like literally just, and I guess it's so sad. Like um, all of Dodgers Twitter was kind of bullying him and he deleted his accounts. I felt so bad. I wasn't part of it though, so I can't get in trouble. Oh, he deleted his accounts? Yeah. You know what? That was this morning. I know. (laughs) Is retaliation bullying still bullying? Yeah, yeah, it's not. Because he he went and tried to negative review bomb all the podcasts. Like it's just. If you punch the bully square in the face, should you get in trouble? 
Oh, and then another funny part was they looked at reviews on his podcast and he had like a five star review that was like amazing, 10 out of 10. And it was from his same <laughs> Apple ID that left the negative reviews. Oh my God. <laughs> so, oh, that's how you build a podcast, everybody. <laughs> that's what we need to start doing. Just negative reviews on everyone on the Within the Lines Apple account, bro. So you start trashing on fools. <laughs> Dude, it was so, yeah, he deleted his account. He's part of like that Dodgers lowdown, if you've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, so I've usually had good interactions with them, so I was surprised. They always go to the Quakes games, and they're always really nice to me. But I don't know, man. That, if I see him in person, I might ask him, like, what was going on with that? <laughs> see if he says anything. But Is that a haters going to hate? That's why I retired from Twitter debates. Because I don't want to. Wow, that is the shortest green light I've ever seen. I Connor, I am currently retired from Twitter debates. Really? You've gotten in a debate post-retirement. I thought you just got a into a debate last night about something. So okay, I tweeted something. Someone added me, and I did one response. That's my rule: one response, the and I'm not doing one. anything. The hindsight one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a. Eh. I I stop after one now. Hey. It's like a wrestler who retires, but he wants to come back and have one last match. I just want one last tweet. You're the Undertaker. Can we talk about how Kike is in the top five for second base All Stars, and he's batting like two eleven? Dude, he's terrible this year. He's terrible. I know he's a fan favorite, but how the f- why are why are people voting for him? I shouldn't say that. He's not terrible. That he's falls in into what we said earlier about statistics being involved. He's he's in a slump. He's not doing good, but he has not been good so far. I mean, what do people expect? We are, we're we're doing good. We've been to the World Series the past few years. We have a big fan base, an active big fan base right now. And they always tweet. Yeah, a little too active. Reply sometimes. with your screenshot of you voting for all the Dodgers, and you so you go and vote for all the Dodgers every single day. Twelve dollars. That's actually not that bad. <sighs> yeah, that's absurd. I didn't vote for him. Absolutely oh, absurd. You, I did my voting legitly on who I thought actually deserved everything. Who'd you vote for, Conrad? Um, I'd have to go look back at my ballot. That's fair. I don't remember mine. I voted for not Mike Trout. I'm pretty sure I had, like, uh, consistently the same. I, I had. You, did you vote Mike Trout? Yeah. I, I didn't as a joke, but yeah, I would vote Mike Trout. Okay. I, was about I mean, he's, he's, the, he's, he's having, the leader. He's, he's still having an insane year. His OPS is higher. His OBS is higher. He leads the American League in war. Yeah. It's just <laughs> his, his average is slumping a little bit. That's it. Yes. This isn't a paid entrance, so you're going to make a U-turn. Closest entrance is going to be up at State College. So what? make a left, a left at State College, and a left into the entrance. Okay, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Just make a U-turn here. Okay. And it uh, turns out Angel Stadium parking is... About fucking Awful. stupid. Go back oh, to the right is... and go to the ten dollar parking. Yeah, I ain't parking at your stadium anymore. Wait. There's an entrance. No, I saw those two over there <laughs> just up here did it too. But I was like, oh, maybe they didn't want to park here. There's an entrance for parking in which they make you make a U turn. I think it's because it's for that. So you can't park. Did you see yesterday's attendance for the Angel game? Forty five thousand. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. I don't understand how it was it was a supposedly a record breaking attendance. When we've had a sold-out World Series game at Angel Stadium since, like, they, they did the renovations. Maybe? Maybe certain seats were blocked off from, uh... I don't... Uh, maybe? Maybe? Buy ticket sales. <laughs> don't make... Maybe it was just regular no season. Sense. Maybe that was, like, one of those asterisks where they forgot to put an asterisk. Hey, DJ Quick is playing here. June 7th. I don't know who that Wait. Is. That already passed. He already played here. <laughs> Doesn't DJ... DJ Quick's, like, a one-hit wonder, I think. He's got I like he's like a right like a maybe a three hit wonder. It's very explicit. Oh, you know what? I actually want to. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to get copyright claimed. For the podcast. You want to be on the research team? Yeah, it's you guys research team 
Oh, shots fired. I think that's at us. I think our we are our research team. What the fuck, Conrad? Riley's failing her job. That's her facts department. That's not her research. No, there's many times in the podcast. Wait, I could have turned right this entire time. That's what he's trying to say. You should go. My bad. We sat there forever. They turned. What's your beef, Conrad? What's the beef, bro? Wendy's. You guys are talking about certain topics, and there's things that you guys are questionable on you're like oh i should look this up but then you guys will just spend the next five minutes talking about how you should look it up and you don't and you don't look you know up. what we're a, we live in the moment in this podcast conrad sometimes we aren't prepared prepared beforehand and we're just focused on the content we're giving the viewers okay we don't want to sit there in silence looking something up and making it unenjoyable for the listeners can you not type and talk at the same time it distracts away, and I want to be giving my 100%. Every word, more than every word out of my mouth needs to be 100%. But it's not 100%. Oh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Well, last episode, your audio kind of sucked because you weren't close to the mic. You know what? I could have uh, been redeemed when we should have posted another podcast, Jason. But last episode, your pod- your audio sucked because there was none. Oh, oh, oh. What happened to your solo episode you were supposed to do? Shut up. <laughs> Tyler asked for the logo, or he asked for the outro song, the intro song, and like everything, so he could do a solo episode, and he, it never came out. I was looking forward to it. I was going to listen to it. Was this the week that you guys re- last week said last the week. Ross Stripling one? Because yeah, yes. so there was supposed to be a new one, but oh. no, there wasn't, and I was debating whether or not doing Travis, it. Is this cash only? And I, I have cash. I have cash also. And instead of doing that, I started up our YouTube channel. I got our YouTube channel going. So, remember that. Yeah, I got the cash. All right. Any last words, everybody? Go, Angels. If the Dodgers lose, it's going to be. Where do I pay? Figuring out where to pay. Angels are going to dominate. Um. Dude, if you just had a name tag, you could just stand out here and take money. No one would ever know. That is very true. Right there. Well, there's a person taking money, waving us on. I like her hat. So, Flora Angels. Here you go. Thank you very much. Thank you. You too. Thank Thank you. you. Have a blessed day. Sharon is very nice. She let us park here. Thank you, Sharon. The other person did not let us park. The other person was very sassy. Very sassy. Connor, uh, Miko already signed us off once, and it was fake. How about you sign us off this time, Connor? Oh, I don't know how you guys sign off on this. That's what I said. I just sat there blank stare. Um, Yeah, we're bad at signing off too. What podcast is this? Um, it's keeping... 20. We stopped keeping count after nine because I read somewhere that it's bad for the SEO if you put the um, episode number in the title. What but the I uh, put them all into folders. Search engine optimization. Oh my goodness. This is some automated. Hey, that's what I get paid for for my website. Okay. I got to be an SEO expert. Also, okay. I put them all into folders and this is episode 20, I want to say. Okay. 21, this maybe. might be episode 20-ish. I think it's uh, 21. This is the boys podcast. Just like uh, it's going to be my birthday Nico, here soon. Jason, Tyler, and me, Conrad. And uh, we're about to head into the game. Uh, are we doing any updates after the game or no? Uh, maybe not mic form. Maybe social media. Social media form. Okay. Yes. We'll Got to get the that popping. Yeah. Take care, boys.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.